Welcome to the Sex, Kids, and the Internet Show with Buddy Knight. Our show addresses real threats to families in the 21st century, internet pornography, online predators, and sexual immorality. Since we are talking about sensitive matters of an adult nature, please use headphones or make sure children aren't nearby, even if they're sleeping. Get ready to take some notes, grab your Bible, and discover how you can protect yourself, your marriage, and your children from threats facing us today. Ready? Let's go. Welcome back. I'm Buddy Knight. We're glad to have you back on Sex, Kids, and the Internet. And this week, we're going to talk about something a little different. We're going to be talking about women and pornography. Now, let me tell you what we're not talking about. We're not talking about the old Navy buddy of mine. We're going to call him Blackjack, because guys had call signs. He was a jet pilot. And Blackjack had a wife and three kids, and his love life was not meeting his expectations. So, being a uh, hard-driving naval aviator, like we saw in Top Gun... He went by the adult store outside the base, bought three XXX VHS tapes, gave them to his wife when he got home and said, watch and learn. Well, she let Blackjack move back home about three weeks later. So we're not talking about women in porn in that regard, the impact it's having on their husbands. We want to talk about how pornography is impacting women and, unfortunately, the girls in our culture, preteen and teen. And there are two ways. We've already alluded to the damage done to relationships due to the male use of pornography. But what I want to talk about today is the damage being done to the women and the teenage and preteen girls themselves due to their own use of pornography. And that's going to be a little different for us. We traditionally think that pornography is a male problem, but it really isn't. In November of 2007... A Christian media company did a survey online of Christians who were using the Internet. And it wasn't surprising when they learned that 50% of the men who also professed to be Christians admitted to have addictive problems with online pornography. We expected that. But what wasn't expected was that 20% of the women did as well. 60% of the women said they're struggling with lust and issues of sin in that regard. And that was adult women. Recent reports and studies have shown that 20% of high school girls intentionally are accessing porn at least once a week. Let's think about it. The teens know the technology, and they can misuse it quickly. And if you want to get word faster than the speed of light, teenagers know how to do it, between texting, instant messaging, Twitter, and everything else. It's becoming a problem so that female counselors are having to learn and really spin up to address this problem because it's traditionally been a male counselor issue in treating males. Now we're having to have female counselors become more experienced and better trained in dealing with these kind of sexual addictions with pornography because in the past it hadn't been as much of a problem. Now, people do say, but women use porn? Well, yeah, and they have almost always. Think about it romance novels, Jackie Collins novels. Not all romance novels are porn, but a whole bunch of them are explicit in their love scenes. Jackie Collins has outsold Harold Robbins, who wrote all the lurid books for men in the 60s, 70s, and 80s. And so women have been viewing erotic material, primarily in text. Well, in the 1990s, we saw a new effort by the adult entertainment industry begin, and that was an effort to market pornography to women. And that became known as couples porn. 
it's a little different from what they'd been making. See, before they'd been marketing to men, and let's face it, we men are fairly basic, as Bill Ingvall says in one of his comedy routines. We don't care if the background's a garage, a warehouse, or what. All men want to see in a porn movie is naked people having sex. We're fairly simple that way. And we prefer the more explicit, the better. Women are often put off by the super explicit triple X porn. They're more attracted to plot, characters, names, the development of the story, romance. So the couple's porn that's been created is usually single X, not as explicit. And instead of looking like it was filmed in a warehouse or a garage or some really cheap set, it's set in places that resemble a resort at Cabo or a mountain resort in Colorado or million-dollar mansions, a very attractive romantic location and it's succeeding one of the biggest porn movies of 2008 was a adaptation or parody of a pornographic nature of the movie Pirates of the Caribbean now I'm not saying Pirates of the Caribbean is associated with porn I'm saying the porn industry took that whole concept of a high quality pirate movie and pornified it now, online, though, porn use can be a little bit different. There's couples porn out there, but there's also other things going on in the area of pornography in women and girls. Because why are women and teenage girls going online looking for porn? Well, to begin with, same as men for sexual pleasure. They're looking for something interesting in their lives. They may want to explore fantasies things that they wouldn't bring up with their husband. But you know they want to explore, they want to learn more. Now, unfortunately, for Christians and for everybody else, that can lead to exposure to some very unhealthy and ungodly ways of expressing sexuality, whether it's in group sex or lesbian sex or a bunch of things I don't even want to say on an Internet radio station. But another reason that women are going online looking at pornography and this is especially true more for college, high school, and preteen girls, is to learn about sexual techniques. Back in the 70s, when I was dating, a girl might wonder, am I a good kisser? Do I kiss better than that other cheerleader in the cheerleader squad? Well, in the 21st century America, that's not the question. Now it's how do I fill in the blank better than the next girl? Guys are having issues here, too, because today's women have a little bit higher expectations because of pornography and what's on TV and what's in the media for what they want to experience in the bedroom. And so kids are wanting to learn how to be better lovers, how to be better at this technique or that technique, and they're being drawn into the world of pornography as they do it. And if you think it's only college students or juniors and seniors... I met with a pastor just a few weeks ago. And as we were talking, he said that two weeks prior to our meeting, he got a call from his 10th grade son to say, Dad, can you come pick me up from this party? And it was a party that you know he knew the parents, he knew the families. But he went and picked up his son. And the reason his son wanted to be picked up was these 10th graders and a couple of 11th graders were turning the party into a sex party. 
Now, when I was in 10th or 11th grade, we were doing good maybe to be kissing and making out a little bit. But now, kids are having parties and competitions at parties. And so, with this pressure, girls are going online to try and learn more skills so they can be more popular. Now, another thing that's changing is traditionally men have been the ones who are visually aroused, while women wanted relationships and romance, which is why men had Playboy, Penthouse, and those magazines. Women had romance novels. I mean, think about it. How many big burly men have you seen in Walmart looking at the romance novels? Not very many. But in the past 10 or 15 years, with our multimedia culture, this has been changing. The change actually started back in the 70s and 80s. Some of you who are older may remember the Diet Coke commercials with Lucky Vinoy, the you know, construction worker that all the women were going nuts over. That started a trend toward appealing visually to women in a seductive or arousing manner in advertising. Also now it's expanded into fiction and TV shows. And women are more empowered today to seek their own pleasures. So they're going out for pornography. They're going out to have couples porn so that they can actually use it for the beginning of an interlude with their lover. Let me tell you how it's even being marketed. A few months ago, I was channel surfing late at night, you know, about the same time that you see the girls going wild ads. And I see a commercial come on. It starts out, it's an older couple. He looks like he's maybe in his late 50s and she's around his age. You know, going gray a little bit, but reasonably fit, both of them. And she starts talking while he stands dutifully behind her about how they really love each other, but as they've gotten older, their love life has slowed down and lost some of its excitement. But since she had called her cable company and ordered the erotic network, they started watching that together and it has added a lot of spice and fulfillment to their marriage. In other words, the porn companies are marketing the adult channels through the wife as a way to enhance their love lives. Trouble is, there's just as many dangers for women using porn as there are for men. Number one, addiction. Remember, 20% of the women in that survey who professed to be Christians had addictive behavior or hardcore addictions to online pornography. And just like men, when women view pornography, they will have unrealistic expectations of what will happen in the bedroom, whether it's in terms of physical fitness you know, or anything. Let's face it, what goes on in a porn movie is not only fiction, it's pure fantasy. But here's a real danger, especially for young women. If they're trying to remain sexually pure in their marriage or sexually pure before marriage, viewing pornography lowers sexual barriers. And so, it isolates them also from their friends because they stay home and watch porn. And it programs them to go after certain activities for their sexual pleasure, which may mean that when they get married and have the opportunity for the godly relationship a husband-wife should have, it will be insufficient. And finally, another way that women and teens are getting involved with porn is in homemade porn. With video cameras and cell phones, women and girls are being captured or are capturing themselves on film, in the bed, or wherever they may be, having sexual encounters. Now, there are legal problems there, but also, once it's on the Internet, it's there forever. Some of these videos and pictures that are out there by amateurs may one day be found by their own children. 
So what do you do? Commit yourself to sexual purity and have an accountability partner. That's whether you're a teen, a preteen, or an adult woman, single or married. If you're a parent, don't ignore the threat just because your child is female. I had a couple call me because the female babysitter, who was 13, that they had used for years, was caught on their computer surfing porn for four hours while watching their child, or supposedly watching. And then even if all you have are girls at home, put internet filters and controls in place. Talk regularly about sexual purity and its benefits and ways to remain pure. And emphasize that porn is not an acceptable outlet, nor is it for education. You wouldn't go on a diet and then hang out in front of the donut store. It wouldn't work either. So to wrap it up, what are parents to do? Put filters on their computer. If you have children over 11 and they're chatting a lot, you may want to put monitoring software on also. You need to talk to kids and you need to listen next week because we're going to a lot more info on that. Visit us at www.knightsquest.org. Send us an email. If you have questions, we're going to try and have a Q&A show in the next few weeks. And feel free to tell your pastor, tell your friends and your relatives to join us next week. And remember, Satan owns the sexual battlefield right now. But a church can and must take it back. Thank you for listening. You've been listening to the Sex, Kids, and the Internet show, where we're not promoting pornography, but equipping families to defend themselves against 21st century temptations. Why? Because the threat is out there, and the Bible addresses it. The information and views expressed do not necessarily reflect the views of ApostleRadio.org. For more information about Night's Quest Ministries, the producer of the show, visit ApostleRadio.org and their Programs tab, or visit our site at KnightsQuest.org. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to your returning next week. Remember, spread the word. We'll be here. The pre- and post-production of Sex, Kids, and the Internet was engineered at Tucker Communications and aired on ApostleRadio.org. To contact, go to www.tukco.net.